forever. Dog. It's going to be a real scream. This week on the podcast, Arl Stein's Blind Date. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And yes, today we are back to R.L. Stein talking about Blind Date. Yeah. That we are. <laughs> um, I read this this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually pretty shocked at how much I liked it. Okay. Like, I thought I was going to... You know, it was just going to be. I this might be one of my favorite, uh, R.L. Stein. Really? Yes. Isn't that crazy? I am, am okay. Shocked. <laughs> like I still think I like cheerleaders. I think I liked cheerleaders and prom queen more, but I just I think I thought this was going to be really dumb and it was (laughs) but like i don't know like i felt like he he doesn't usually write from like a teenage boy perspective and like he's pretty good at it like this kid felt real to me carrie Mm -hmm. yeah um granted i didn't dislike it i'm just shocked at how much you did like it it's crazy i was shocked as well even (laughs) as i was enjoying it i was like what interesting yeah, because, like, uh, the – I don't know. I, and, and you know what was weird, too, was that even while reading it, I knew exactly – like, the second we met – the second we got the call, I was like, oh, the girl that's calling him is somehow, like, related to, um, like, the brother's situation and – the girl calling is is evil. That's I knew that. Like the second I I knew she was bad. <laughs> I knew I that, was not- that she was the again, it's like a phantom scenario or not phantom, sorry. Um secret admirer where it's like hello the person calling to say they like you is the same person who's calling to threaten you. Yes. Why are you not putting this together? Yes, where it's like so obvious. Um Also, like, it did have some, like, genuinely, like, next level dramatic. Like, I would love to see this book performed verbatim, like, as a Lifetime movie. Because, like, (laughs) the villainy at the end was so next level. It's so hilarious. High drama. (laughs) High drama. I was so excited when she was nobody at all. Yes, I loved that she was nobody. She wasn't related to them at all. Nope. I also, like, okay, so first of all, there's some, like, misery shit happening here where I loved that part. I loved that part. That part was, like, seriously? Okay, come on. The the moment that she's, like, you want to have some fun and then (laughs) takes a stuffed moose head off of the wall... (laughs) And puts I gotta it say, on his head. Any problems I did have earlier in the book in like, but they're usual, the usual problems like yeah. repetitive, yeah. fake out daydream. Sure, sure. Um, and 
kind of inconsistent character work with the dad. Yeah, dad was a little confusing. I was like, I don't know if he's a caring dad and quiet or a dick. I cannot tell what's going on. But all it, it, that book could have been weak as hell. But if it had the part at the end where she takes a mounted moose head, tears out the stuffing, puts it on his head as insects crawl around his face, yeah, and breaks every single one of his toes. Amazing. I mean, I was very impressed at the um, because we don't usually get a a lot of real violence in this in these books. No, no, this is an early Stein outing. This is point horror. This is not Fear Street. Um, yeah, and this is, I think, one of his first. Yeah, and you can feel it. I mean, one he's like listening to. Springsteen. Okay, except, okay, also, like, so many of the music references were so dated, and it was so embarrassing, because, like, wasn't it, like, a classic joke among teens that, like, disco sucks, but then, like, at their school dance in 1986, there's disco playing? I was like, why? Yeah, they're playing Donna Donna Summer's Last Dance. I was like, nah. But it's fine. I'm torn, because I'm... I'm fine with that because we it is 1986 and he is also listening to Springsteen. So it's not they would still play an old song at a dance. Maybe. I don't know. We never really played songs that were like, you know, only five or ten years old at school dances. We would play oldies, but not like I feel like that would be the same as like going to a high school dance now that's playing like that Rihanna song, you make me feel like I'm the only girl in the world, which I feel like they wouldn't play that. No, Of course, have I been to a high school dance? No, not recently. (laughs) Well, that's why I was going to say I can't disagree with you. Yeah, we don't have the experience. We don't have that lived experience. I mean, okay, I'm trying to pull up, just because like I know that we're like leading with end first, but like truly... Truly, it's so funny. Like, I'm trying to pull it up because, like, I want us to perform it because it truly is, like, one of the most hilarious moments. And it's supposed to be, like, scary. Left my – because I checked it out from Open Library because, as I told you yesterday, I realized all of a sudden that I had not ordered the book. Here's the thing. Time has no meaning, so it's (laughs) fine. Okay. So (laughs) – oh, my God, Okay, so at the end of the book, and this is like mere like 10 pages left and you're like, how can this resolve? Because so the main character, Carrie, and the answer is has quickly. been getting like quickly. Uh, the main character, Carrie, has been um, getting these like phone calls from this like very hot, foxy voice. And mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, turns out. Well, then he like starts meeting this girl and she's acting very weird. Like, straight up, she is acting, like, he keeps being like, wow, this girl's so into me. But I'm like, (laughs) she has no reason to act the way she's acting. No, none whatsoever. She is, she's Manic Pixie Dream Girl. And I think that's, you know what I love? I wish that this, like, if this book had come out today, it would be such a fabulous commentary on, like, what men think of women to be like oh she's so into me it's like dude she's acting like 
obsessed and like way too weird, like too weird to be quirky. Weird. The what I was upset that never got explained. And tell me if this was also your headcanon. Mm. When she forces a kiss on him at the dance. Oh, yeah. And it's so hard. And she uses her teeth to the extent that his lips are cut up afterward. And she's always wearing that weird purple lipstick. And then he got home and vomited a lot. Did you think that the lipstick was poison? Like poison ivy in Batman and Robin. Exactly like that. <laughs> I didn't think that, but that's a really good, like, that's a really good idea. Because they never, he never explained that. I know, and he's puking nonstop. But, like, he didn't drink. He didn't, nothing happened. I thought maybe she put apple, something weird in his apple cider. But I, I was like, why is he puking? I just didn't. It might have been that, too. But it, it could have been either. But I, I like the idea of the lipstick, too, because, like, the forced kiss was so specific. It was so specific and so, like, intense that I felt – I feel like that's a really good explanation for that. Thank you. So she's, like, been very, like, obsessive about him. And then he, like, thinks of it like, oh, she's into me. She got set up with me by my friend who moved away very, very – uh, Margo. Margo. You know who seemed cool? Margo. Margo seemed tight. I wanted to hang out with Margo more. I was she like, was so cool. Can we keep her around? Because all of his... I think the main reason I wasn't a huge fan of this book until the end, which is iconic. Mm-hmm. I mean, some really, really good visuals. Mm-hmm. But all the characters constantly quipping with things that are not funny. And not Especially his funny friend. jokes. Yeah. Yeah, his funny like, friend. Like, his friend would be like, like, oh, I don't feel very well. I feel kind of sick. And he goes, like, your face is making me sick. And then it, it'll be, it would say, only Josh could get away with a line like that. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. He'd it, be there like. There were so many things. Yeah. Like it, it, that yeah. throughout. It would be like. Oh, I feel sick. And he's like, what'd you do? Look in the mirror? And it's like, oh, well, okay, you're just like being mean. It's not a clever quip. It's more just like, you're just and on, a mean statement. What you statement. said made way more sense than most I think of. he does say that. I think he, he does say that. that. But but that example oh, makes yeah. way more sense than most of the things in the book. Like, I'll I'll just, as we go, if I happen to come across one where I was like, this isn't really like a joke. It's just yeah. constant like, Character will say a thing, and then the character two will be like, "Oh, is it? Yeah." And it's like, "Ha ha!" And then they laughed. You can't just go blah blah blah. Or isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I did this, or did you? <laughs> it was constant patter like that that I was finding pretty distracting. Mm-hmm. But like the story itself in the end is very very cool. The um. Yeah, that that was a little bit I don't know. For some reason it didn't really bother me, but the oh, I just turned to the Margo. It wasn't like so obnoxious. So I was he, like, I don't like these people and I do like Margot. <laughs> like I like Margot Margo doing lot. that. That's why I started to say that. Margot doing that, I was like, Yeah, this is this feels like a quippy. Like correct. I like Margot correct scenario to be quipping. <laughs> 
I thought Margot was really good. I also really liked the girlfriend of Josh. I thought she was more interesting. Yeah. I was like, I just, I just wanted to pay. He, we he is Laura better things? at writing women. I will say that because they, I wanted yeah. to hang out with them the more. Dudes were obnoxious. I mean, I got, I liked, I liked the idea of this. Like, I don't know. For me, it was. He was like, I felt like Carrie was interesting and I thought this was a really cool play on like the main character can't remember what happened and like mm-hmm. I thought that was cool mm-hmm. um and like all the I felt like his feelings were really accurate um like at the beginning when he's like you know kind of dealing with all this terrible stuff that's happening like it just hooked me right away like the book does hook you right away where it's mm-hmm. like he breaks the leg of the star quarterback and he's like the second and he's going to be quarterback if that guy gets gets hurt and the star quarterback has this wonderful bright future and he breaks his leg really bad and he goes into a coma uh, because the main character like can't stop running and then everyone accuses him of uh and he like falls on him everyone accuses him of purposefully hurting the main character or the 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 main That's quarterback insane. why would which it- is crazy but he, and he also thinks to himself he's like why would i be number two i'm like not yeah special i don't think that that's true and i liked how how we learned that he had an older brother that played football and i liked the moments of him arguing with his dad at the beginning when his dad is like well you know donald never would have donald's his older brother Mm -hmm. and he's like i want you to talk to me like talk to me and he's like surprised at himself for for busting out like that yeah, he's surprised at how angry he is. Um, but basically he gets kicked off the team because he's like bad for morale. Um, and he's like, uh, so dad, sorry, I got kicked off. And his dad's like, well, Donald never would have. And he's like, okay, well, let's not talk about Donald. I want to talk about me. Also, like Donald's gone, but I don't really know where he is or why he's gone. But like my memory's weird. I, I have this big gap so in my memory. I sure that he was dead. I thought he was dead. And I thought it's to myself to the point where I was like, okay, stop being coy, RL. <laughs> we get it. He is dead. But then he wasn't dead. <laughs> so um, that's my bad. Um, so then he he deals with that. Then he goes um, to bed and he gets this call really late and it's this sexy voice. And she's like, hey, your friend Margos, who just moved away, set us Except- up. That's not what she says. Everything that everything that he he keeps feeding her all the information. Mm-hmm. She's like, mm-hmm. I'm your blind date. And he's like, from who? And she's like, mm, I don't know. And he goes, oh, Margot. And she's like, uh-huh, Margot. Well, the first one, he but it's weird because like he he's like, um, hold on. He's like, oh, hold on. I'm your blind date. Uh, what's your name? Guess she says Nadia. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, okay. So she, he says, "Who told you to call me? Who set this up?" She says, "You can guess too, that too." And he goes, "Karen Ailers." Haha. No. Was it Donna? Donna Mueller? No. Hmm. I can't think of anyone else. It wasn't Margot, was it? Score one for you. But I haven't oh, seen Margot yeah. since she moved. She goes to North now. Margot insisted that I call you. She said you were a great guy. Is she 
like waiting for the one where it's like she doesn't still go to school with him. Yeah. Maybe she's that smart or I don't know. I think she's that smart. I think because I think Donald, who surprise, um, is in uh, a mental care facility because he tried to basically the thing that that what's his name is that Carrie is blocking is that he was driving uh, illegally because he was only 14. Um, His brother, Donald, and his Donald's girlfriend, Amanda, accidentally gets in a car accident. (laughs) Uh, Accidentally gets in a car accident. Uh, Gets in a car accident. Amanda goes flying through the windshield and dies. On purpose gets in a car accident. (laughs) On purpose gets in a car accident. Um, And Amanda dies. And then Donald goes into a rage and tries to murder Carrie on the spot. And so they have to send him away. Um, And he, uh, Donald, while in the facility, was talking to this girl there who um, he, like, told her everything. So I'm assuming probably told him about, like, you know, who, you know, who he went to school with and all that stuff. And um, so then she assumes the personality of a fake sister of Amanda and enacts this plan to, like, get revenge on Carrie for killing her sister. She doesn't even say her the fa- a fake sister name, does she? Yeah, she does. She says her name is Nancy. No, that is actually her name, Nancy Kelly. Oh, right. So he's like, how could it be they're related, they have different last names, and he's like, that's because they're not. Yeah. Her name isn't Mandy. She told me her name is Nancy, Nancy Kelly. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So then, of course, we get the lovely moment of <laughs> Carrie runs into Margo at the mall. <laughs> and he's like, he bumped into someone. Ow. Hey, Carrie, it's you. Why don't you watch where you're going? Margo, I don't believe it. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Margot Fremont (laughs) smiled at him. She looked the same, except her hair was shorter. Her smile quickly faded. You look awful. An accident, he said. His choice of words seemed to startle her. She jumped a little. Of course, she knew all about his accident the year before, too. Everyone knew. Everyone knew but Carrie. I got into a little fight. For the listener, uh, he got beat up. Uh, That's not like you, she said, grinning. How are things at Revere? Do they miss me? That's all anyone talks about, Carrie said. When will Margot come back and pay us a visit? The place isn't the same. It's falling apart. The walls are crumbling. Everything since you left. I'm at Worthing Hill now, she said, rolling her eyes. I'm learning how to be snooty. Snooty 101. That's my first course. You learn to talk through your teeth without moving your jaw. You always were kind of preppy, Margot. Admit it. She put her nose in the air. Preppy? We don't associate with preppies. They're so common, don't you know? Listen, he said, suddenly remembering that he wanted to thank her. Mandy is terrific. What? Mandy, she's really great, he said. I'm glad to hear it. Margot said. For some reason, she was being sarcastic. Who the hell is Mandy? Come on, Margot, you know, the girl you fixed me up with. The blind date. That was really nice of you. I tried to call you, but you weren't home. Mandy? Mandy who? You're putting me on, right? 
Carrie, somebody's putting you on, but honey, it ain't me. I loved that line. She's so sassy. I love her. <laughs> you don't know Mandy Lawrence? Uh-uh. She shook her head to be more emphatic. You didn't fix me up with a blind date. Carrie, if your voice gets any higher, I'm going to have to rent a hot air balloon and fly up to hear you. No, I'm not. No, I don't. And no, I didn't. Carrie was absolutely speechless. Glad to hear she's great, Margot said sarcastically. Did she really call you up and say that I told her to? I think so, Carrie said, his mind trying to recapture the first conversation. I was sure she said that you, well, maybe she thought she knew me or something. I don't know. Maybe you mixed me up with someone else. Although I don't really see how it would be possible. Uh, great seeing you, Margot. Bye. Yeah, sure. Great seeing you too, Margot called after him. Shook her head and headed off in the other direction. This is a back and forth that actually seems like two real people who have a sense of humor, who have a rapport. Yeah. And so it's the same like rhythm, but in other parts of the book, I just wasn't feeling any actual sense of humor or rapport. And I do, I really like Carrie a lot. I like Carrie. It's probably just Josh that I don't like. Josh is and just not very funny. And then the dad who's like real nature I can't make out. And maybe that's intentional mm -hmm. um, because probably to Carrie, it seems like his father is cold, but the dad is just trying to like keep him at arm's length so he doesn't like remind him of any details. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but okay. yeah, more Margot, please. I'm shipping more Margot, Margot and Carrie. Honestly, and it was really funny because he's like, yeah, we just didn't have any chemistry. And I was like, hello? <laughs> Were you present? Because it was jumping off the page. Yeah, dog. Okay, so throughout the <laughs> whole book, Mandy is like, <laughs> she's just like very strange. Like she's just like this little fairy person that's like. Just I like, like how in the beginning he's like, if I had to guess what she looked like, long black hair. Um, <laughs> I can't remember anything else. Oh, dark but I lipstick. think he does think dark lipstick. Yeah, he and does. She does have dark lipstick, but and then when he sees her, she's like a tiny little frost fairy. Yeah, and she's wearing like an olden times dress, and he's like, "Okay, smock, I can work with this." <laughs> but, but so she's like beautiful in a strange way. Yes, and the whole time she's like, "Yeah, let's go out and park." Like she's very like forward, but she's like, "I don't want you to think I'm weird," and he's like, "That's not weird." <laughs> But I, I was I was like, man, how often do you get in one of these books the guy going, man, all I can think about is sex. I know. <laughs> so then we get to, and I might read this, in t it might be a little long. It's actually, it's not too long. Go for it. It's only, hold on, let me see. Do, 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 do. Okay, because I want to, I, I want to just do a couple of high star moments. Mandy star moments. Okay. Um, so. He does a very dumb move, and at the end, his dad's he tells his dad everything, which is great. And his dad's like, "Okay, stay in the house, and we're gonna have like um, patrol, so like don't leave because it's not safe." And he's like, "Yes." And then Mandy calls and is like, "He's here!" <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, "Let's go to a cabin in the woods." And he's like, "Okay." And his phone line has been cut, and he's like, "Okay." So he goes to the cabin in the woods with her. He drinks some hot cocoa she makes for him and he passes out. And he wakes up and he's tied to a chair with his wrists tied behind his back. How did you do this to me? Carrie asked. I put a little white powder in your dumb in your hot chocolate. How else? You're being very dumb, Carrie. <laughs> dumb? 
I'm being dumb? This is the dumbest thing I ever heard of. Mandy, untie me. I'm sorry, she said, still smiling broadly. I have to finish. Finish what? Are you going to explain to me? It's taken so long. So long. She said dreamily, not hearing his yells of protest. I've worked so hard. Worked? What? Let me go. He's like tugging. He's trying to get out. This is a bad joke, Mandy. I know you like to think you're impulsive and weird and everything, but weird? Her eyes flared angrily and she stormed back and forth, staring furiously at him. I'm not weird. Don't ever say I'm weird, Carrie. Don't ever say that. He had to laugh. Okay, fine. You're not weird. What's weird about taking a person out to a cabin in the forest, drugging him and tying him to a chair? Perfectly normal. Shut up! She screamed, spitting the words at him. Do you want me to explain? Okay, maybe this will explain the situation to you. She put her fingers to her nose and pinched her nose tight. Then in a harsh, distorted voice, a voice Carrie knew well, she said, The toe bone's connected to the foot bone. The foot bone's connected to the ankle bone. No! Carrie screamed. I'm really glad you're reading this. It was you! You made all those phone calls! Give the boy a gold star, she said quietly, her eyes narrowing to slits of hatred. She turned her back as if she couldn't bear to look him anymore. But why, Mandy? Why? The ankle bone's connected to the leg bone. The leg bone's connected to the knee bone, she said furiously, her voice distorted by hatred. She began to pace back and forth again, faster and faster. It was as if the excitement was too much for her to bear in one place. Mandy, everything else, the red paint in my locker, the slashed tires. She laughed and turned to look at him. You catch on quick, Carrie baby. Not quick enough, though. He stared into her laughing face. She didn't look like the same person. Her eyes were wild. She had pulled her hair out at the side so it stood up as if electrified. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He's like, let me out. Let's discuss this. Like, she walked up to him and stuck her face right in front of his so that their noses were touch touching. The toe bone's connected to the knee bone. The knee bone's connected to the neck bone. The neck bone's connected to the broken bone. <laughs> <laughs> she grabbed his head. She he tried to turn away, but he couldn't. She pressed her lips against his harder harder until he could feel the blood trickling down his chin. Then she stood up straight and slapped him in the face. Time to start, she said, sounding perfectly calm again. Mandy, please. She disappears. When she reappeared, she was carrying the long wooden mallet. Time to keep the promise, she said quietly, almost absentmindedly. She was there holding the mallet, yet Carrie could see that she was also somewhere else, her mind a million miles away. You're nuts! Nuts! He screamed, regretting it immediately. Anger flared in her eyes again. Yell all you want. I'll enjoy it, she said, and smiled a bitter smile. Boy, oh boy, will I enjoy it. I'm sorry. Really, I didn't mean it. Let's talk, Mandy, please. You and I, together, we can... Yes, together, she said softly. But first, I have to keep my promise. What on earth are you talking about? What promise? To break every bone in your body. She raised the mallet to her shoulder. It was heavy and she had difficulty balancing it. One by one, one by one, every bone, each and every one. But Mandy, why? At least tell me why. Carrie, you mean you don't know? No? Know what? <laughs> and then she said, no. No, I... <laughs> Amanda was my sister! <laughs> and then he's like, fuck! Uh, and then... Blah, blah, blah. She, like, yells at him some more. She dropped the mallet to the floor and knelt down in front of Carrie. He kicked at her, but his foot was tied too tightly to move. She grabbed his left leg. Hey, what are you? She pulled off his left shoe. 
Then she grabbed the other leg and pulled off his right shoe. Breathing heavily, she pulled off his socks, her fingernails scratching his legs as she pulled them down and tossed them into the fireplace. She stood up and retrieved the mallet. Let's start with the toe bones and work up, she said quietly. She raised the mallet. No, Carrie pleaded. Please, no. She cried out as she brought the mallet down with all her might. This time, the sound of the cracking bone was Carrie's. He screamed, a howl that poured out of him, a howl that wouldn't stop. Pain, 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. I want to get to the good stuff. <laughs> poor, poor baby, she said emotionlessly. Something bad happened to your toes. Let's see what we can do to the other foot, okay? Pain, pain, pain. What's wrong, Carrie? She called in that mocking, falsely sympathetic voice. Can't bear to look. Okay. Okay. You caught me in a good mood. She reached up over the sofa and with great effort pulled the one-antlered moose head off the wall. She ripped the head from the base and frantically scooped out hunks of stuffing. No! (laughs) Carrie managed to scream. His foot throbbed, but the pain had subsided enough to get his voice back. Mandy, no! She jammed the moose head over Carrie's head and pulled it down over him. It smelled of mildew and decay. He gasped. He tried to hold his breath. He twisted his head from side to side, but the moose head was pulled down securely over him, burying him in darkness and its foul odor. You look adorable, she said. I wish I had a camera. (laughs) She laughed. (laughs) He could hear the scrape of the mallet against the wood floor as she picked it up. He didn't have to see to know what she was about to do next. She was about to slam the mallet down on his other bare foot. The toe bone's connected to the head bone. The head bone's connected to the... Moose bone. He could hear her singing through the disgusting animal head. He shut his eyes. He tried to hold his breath. He could feel a powerful wave of nausea rise up from his stomach. Okay, Carrie baby, here it comes, she said happily. His stomach churning, his head reeling, he waited in the darkness of the disgusting animal head, waited for the second explosion of pain. Something crawled across his forehead. It's just sweat, just sweat, he told himself, but he knew it was an insect. The moose head was probably crawling with insects. He felt as if he was about to pass out, as if he was slipping, slipping away. And then, what's his name comes in? Uh, Donald. And saves him. I was like, Daniel. Total. Total confidence. Daniel. Dude. That, like that, first of all, the villainous performance, beautiful. It's really, I mean, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. How could you not chef's kiss that? You have to chef's kiss that. She's she's so It's bananas. She's so delicious. Like <laughs> that role is my delicious. dream role. Like if I could be in this, I would want to be her. I don't care that I'm like way too old to play high school. She's like But <laughs> she's like, "Don't call me weird." I was like, "I loved Yay! that part. I really liked that part a lot." Um but the the moose head thing, I was like literally, I like gasped. I was like, oh! <gasps> yeah, I did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> really, really good. Um, uh-huh. But I mean, this otherwise, the stakes aren't really that high. Like this is, I mean, that's the only moment of violence, right? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, he gets his ass kicked, but that oh, that yeah. feels so separate from from actual like the actual point and mm-hmm. violence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know why I didn't mind yeah. the fake out in this as much as other books? Why? So there's a fake out 
of like he imagines that he defeats these bullies and that um the girlfriend of the guy that he whose leg he broke comes over and is like he woke up and he said it was an accident and kisses him on the cheek and everyone's like man i owe you an apology um it's because it's a good like it's a good like it's not a bad fake out that seems cowardly but it's like mm-hmm. a good fake out that's like more cruel to the reader which i appreciate more mm-hmm. so it's like even as so for this would be also the fake out is so long so my thoughts were this is fake. i was like this is crazy yeah I, so at first i was like this is fake and then i was like okay is he like does he have like lenny from mice and men's strength and like the thing that he can't remember is that he like tore his brother to pieces. Like that's is- what I thought too. I was like, oh, he went crazy and killed his brother. Yeah, I thought for sure that that was it because I was still convinced that Donald was dead. Me too. I thought Donald was dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I I was like ready for that part to be real. And then she, when Sharon runs out, and she's like, Sal woke up. I'm so sorry. Let's all be friends again. Yeah. Then I was like, what's going on? I know. I was like, where can we go from here? And I was like, okay, that got resolved. But then the exact it that does is the exact scenario that happens later when Sal does wake up and Sal is like, and I don't know why they needed Sal to verify this or why Sal would have Because why had, would Sal even know? Exactly. Why would Sal have had, like, he got fallen on. If anything, he would have seen the least. Yeah. And why people wouldn't believe that he accidentally fell on a fellow player and all he did was break his fucking leg. All he did was break his fucking leg. <laughs> it wasn't even like concussion. We don't know if he's going to be okay. There's well, he swelling, was in a, he, he, he blah, was blah, blah, blah. Uh, unconscious and did and like in a coma and couldn't wake up for like like a couple of days. But like they keep saying the leg thing now. They keep harping on yeah. the leg thing. I know. Like his career is over. You broke his leg. By the way, he's also like he isn't waking up. Yeah. And I'm like, um All you really had to do was knock him unconscious because then it seems more mysterious what happened. Yeah. It's like he broke his leg. I'm like, well, then he just fell on his leg. Cause because he was also like, oh, it was probably shock. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, I think the thing was that R.L. Stein really, really wanted to have the line at the beginning where he hears bones cracking and he's like, is that me? Oh, it's someone else. And then to have it bookended yes. with the line at the end where it's like, this time the bones cracking were him. <laughs> I agree. I agree that that's what was going on. But yeah. like it could have been. You could have had his neck break or something. I don't know. You just could have framed it in a yeah. Have yeah. Give him a broken neck, and then it's like uh, it was his shoulder. I don't know. I honestly, you could have had the leg break, but have everyone just be much more concerned about the coma. Yeah, but people seemed <clears throat> just really focused on like a broken leg ruining his career. Like, ah, uh, you need to give me more than that. <laughs> you need to tell me like actually medically. What's happening that will actually ruin his career? Because people recover from broken legs. Like, what about this yeah. broken leg is doing yeah. it? I also like Whatever, it's fine. I, there's a moment that I also liked, which was... Um, <laughs> uh, he, so he's giving um, uh, Mandy a tour of the school because she's, like, new at school. Although she doesn't even really mm-hmm. go to school, but it's fine. So she's new at school. <laughs> 
And though it's all a lie, whatever. Yeah. And he's like showing her around and she's like, is everything co-ed here? And he's like, or he, she's like, is there boys gyms and girls gyms? And he's like, it's co-ed. And she's like, wow, great. Love that. And I thought she was like from the past with that. Yes. And also her like weird olden time outfit. Like, yeah. And I'm, I guess that was the intent. Is yeah. To make it confusing, but. And then she goes like, so then he's like, uh, she's, you know, commenting that his face gets all messed up and he's like. And she's like, well, what happened? And he's like, well, actually, it was, like, pretty messed up. Like, I got jumped by these guys and, like – and then she's like, ooh, is that a water fountain? And he's, like, annoyed at her. And I liked that thing where he's like, God, you know, at least pretend to be interested. Like, this was really traumatic for me. I liked his thought there. Mm -hmm. And it was – It was interesting. It, like, also Because she had been asking him about it. Yeah. And he was, like, joking. He was, like, brushing it off. And then he decided, you know what? I'm just going to come clean. Mm-hmm. And that was like the realest we'd seen Carrie, I mm-hmm. feel like. And she was like, what? <laughs> she just that? doesn't listen. And he's like, wow. <laughs> okay. I thought something else, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, like, okay, there's a moment where she gets a brand new, like, Pontiac Firebird or something. Like, where did she get that car? She stole it, you think? I, I'm, yeah, I'll just go with stole it. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, like, I guess uh, it's worth mentioning that, like, uh, this does have a depiction of, like, multiple personality disorder that, like, wouldn't fly today. Um, it's, like, very generic. But it's vague, yeah. It's crazy. not, like, split. It's, like, generic fiction crazy. Yeah. It's not, like. It's not actually trying to, like. Diagnose Delve her. into. Yeah. yeah. Delve into the realities yeah. of somebody with this disorder. It's like, I made up a crazy person. She's crazy. She wants to kill people. That's that's the long and yeah. short of it. Yeah. Um, As just, always, like, if if it's a book where it's just like, this character's crazy and they want to kill people, you and I are going to be like, this girl's crazy. Right. And then if it's like a serious depiction of somebody with mental health problems, yeah. we're going to talk about it in those terms. Yeah. But when it's something like this, she's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's just that, like, generalized. Like, it's not, like... It's not real. Yeah. And it's not even, like, it's not even full-on... Like, I feel like, you know, the movie Split... Or is that the movie Split? Was that what that was called? James McAvoy? Yeah. Yeah. So that movie was criticized for, like, depicting um, multiple personality uh, as, like irresponsibly which i think because it's so specific and it's like like it kind of it's a little bit different than this which is like just kind of this general like oh she just thought she was he the thing is though is that he does mention that she has a bunch of personalities um donald does um but it's i don't know it 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 felt a little bit just it was so it was way more general and not like this person has this diagnosis, and because of this diagnosis, they are a crazy killer. Like, it wasn't like that. Yeah. No. It's it's a made-up. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Um, but it is worth mentioning, and I think that if you uh, feel if, – if that's something that you are sensitive to – It's come up with to, listeners before. Yeah. And, it, and so – Just warning, just I guess, if you don't – Yeah. Just know that that's why we're talking about it in such 
lackadaisical. Yeah. In such a lackadaisical way. It's because it's not, it, this isn't like an actual. Like this doesn't seem like a very, like it doesn't seem in line with any actually existing, like truly, like, you know, if a psychiatrist were to diagnose this girl, I think there yeah, would be a lot were, going if, on. If this were a book about a girl with this problem <laughs> trying to yeah. depict it in a sensitive way, we would be talking about it that way. Yeah. It's not what this is. It's a generic crazy. So we're talking about it as generic crazy. Yeah, it's just like we've generic had, The reason that we're talking murderer. about this is because people have brought this up with us before and we've had to be like, we, we've had to say everything that we just said right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I, at the same time, like I, you know, I just, I, I still want to be respectful and all that while be able being able to discuss this book because like yeah. truly you it's can't funny you cannot this deny book is funny you it's supposed to be crazy. Tr- truly you cannot deny that like making someone that you have tied to a chair wear a moose head <laughs> while you break his feet is like hilarious you can't deny it that's like a a plus comedy yes this is written for camp not yes. to actually discuss a mental problem yes 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 and so we're discussing it as camp. Yes. These books are camp. We will address them as such. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a duck, quack, quacks like a duck, walks like a duck, all that. Then it's a crazy-ass duck who puts a moose head on you. Yes. Um, and then it turns out, so her, his brother's like, yeah. He shows up and he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I ran all the way here. Yeah. <gasps> 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 <laughs> and he's like, so you met Nancy. Mm. <laughs> so I see you met Nancy. He's like, is this my really fault? Really hit it off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, mm, your lips are bleeding, so you hit it off, huh? Um, and he's like. <laughs> We've all been there. Oh, actually, the part that was legit funny to me and was Arl mm-hmm. Stein trying to be funny mm-hmm. was at the end. So Donald um, saves him and then his, like, it's like, wee, 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 and like. Cops are coming. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, dad's coming. I, I called him and told him to come oh, up here. yeah. I laughed at this, too. It was very funny. Uh, so uh, here comes the cavalry to the rescue, Donald said. You mean, Carrie started in surprise. I called dad just before I came after you. Told him I was headed up here following you. Looks like we're about to have a happy family reunion. Carrie smiled. He even forgot about his shattered foot for a few seconds. Donald picked up the moose head and tossed it at Carrie. Here, Care, quick. Put this back on. Dad has such a dull life. Let's give him a thrill. I thought that was cute. <laughs> Very funny that he's like, after all this. Okay, I know all your toes are broken, but okay, this is gonna be so. And I know that I just like checked myself out from um, a mental hospital uh, a few days. Also, early I know to that it was down a killer. Very disgusting and for you to wear this the first time, but um, also I know that you haven't seen me in like a year and a half, and that the reason you haven't seen me is because you killed my girlfriend, and then I tried to kill you. But this will be hilarious. 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 Like, dad needs to see it. Like, I saw it and I know that you can't see yourself. Yeah. But it's really I don't funny. want him to miss it's really funny. I know that you can't, I, I know that you're in some pain, but like, it was, I can't even describe how much I oh wanted my to God. laugh when I Wait, saw you. Can you imagine if you're Donald and you're like, fuck, fuck my brother? He's, oh, uh, like, he's going to get killed by this girl. Like, I shouldn't have told her anything. And you show up and, and you find. <laughs> <laughs> a moose head. moose head oh my god well this girl is like ah! <laughs> like about to <laughs> squash his other foot like the, go, comedy <laughs> gold 
gold. It's fantastic. Really it's good. It's great. It's really funny. So I feel like you must read this if only for – like you can read this really in like 40 minutes. It's a very fast book. Mm-hmm. Um, read it if only for the end. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Yeah. It's so It's funny. enjoyable. Um, but <laughs> she's got this big ass mallet. It's just, I mean, I want fan art of this scene. Like, don't you think like that's like gold? It's really needs to be done. I mean, it's I would- of a a little frost sprite. Yeah, wearing dark purple lipstick. Breaking the toes with a little mallet. A mallet. Yeah. Of a guy tied up to a chair wearing a mounted moose head. And the moose head (laughs) is so big that the like, (sighs) that the neck of the moose is like over his shoulders. It's hilarious. Hilarious. And one of his feet is like fucked up and broken. Hilarious. It's fantastic. It's really good. Um, It's a good time. (laughs) It is a really good time. So I recommend this book. Uh, what was I going to mention about it? I don't know. Um, is there something we missed? Talked a bit about the dance. Mm-hmm. Oh, I liked, she shows up at this dance and it's just like a school dance. Like not prom. And he is like, she is way overdressed. Also, yes. She's wearing a low cut purple sparkly thing with a white wrap. I know. And he's like. Which also made me think that she was from like an older time, even though it's low cut and that doesn't fit. But the fact that she's like dressed up. Yeah. So much. She's super overdressed. And I also like that he's like, she should be embarrassed, but she doesn't seem to be. Mm hmm. She has no, she's not self conscious at all. No. Um, also, so then she like disappears from the dance for a while. And then he uh, eventually finds her. And he's like, where were you? And she's like, looking for you. And he's like, okay. Uh, and then. <laughs> um, smashing up your car. <laughs> so then, yeah, they get to the car and it's fucked up. It's like been smashed with a mallet. Hint, hint, hint. Uh, the tires have been shredded. It's just like completely destroyed. And she's like, oh my God. It seems like someone wants to kill you. And he's like, what? And she's like, I can't look at it. And then Josh and his girlfriend come up, or his date, come up, and they're like, whoa, this is jacked up. Do you want to ride home? And she's like, um, no. And then then she fucking sprints, sprints in her dress to the bus. And it's like, bye. And they're like, what? She's wearing a full evening gown. Full evening gown. This bitch is sprinting. Full evening gown. She's like, I can't. It's just uh, too much. And then later, her explanation to him makes no sense. And yet he's like, mm, yes. Because she's like, I I get it. Donald is following me. And I saw his shadow. That's why I ran away that night. And he's like, oh. (laughs) And to himself, he he does think, like, like, why? How does she know Donald? But then immediately does this bonehead move of, oh, foolish, Carrie. Obviously, <laughs> it's the connection to me. And Donald has escaped and is is wanting to kill me. And so he's killing, he's taking my girlfriend because I took his. 
Oh my god, another does not and it just immediately explains it away himself. Another like really good one of those types of moments is <laughs> that ends up being hilarious. So he gets a call. So he's been getting crazy calls this entire time, like nonstop insane phone calls. And then he gets this one that's like, is it's Donald, and he's like, Don't worry, I'm coming. And he's like, ah! and then just hangs up. Just hang. <laughs> He just hangs up. He's like, we were cut off. And then he's like, oh, I hung up. And then he's like, well, gotta go. (laughs) Like, oops. I just love. Because this is before he's totally, this is before he's remembered that Donald tried to kill him. Yeah. And so it's like a, a subconscious thing that he was just like, I have to hang up. I'm scared. I seriously, Lindsay, like. If we were not in quarantine, I would say uh-huh. that we need to make a fan movie of this. <laughs> and like literally, like like beat for beat, word for word, fan video of this. We could get the Montgomery uh, twins to do it. I guarantee I just they would do it. thinking about them. Because like honestly, like this... I was honestly, I was thinking about them in this moment. Yeah. Like if when, we did... Because of, Beat because beat. the yeah because they did the they recorded the audiobook. I can't remember which brother did it but yeah just recorded an audiobook of Silent Night was it the one we read that he covered yeah yeah oh no 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 we didn't it was it wasn't Silent Night it was um, New Year's uh, jing- Jingle I gave Bells them Silent Night yes or. wait no it was but it was a Christmas one oh best friend best it friend. was a Christmas one best yes, friend best friend best friend. Yeah. He read it, like, just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, though, like, I want to make, like... I- we need to get him to release that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it's... Uh, it we But seriously, like, this... Because there's so many hilarious moments that are, like... Like, the phone hanging up. Like, him explaining things away. Hilarious. Like, it's so mm-hmm. funny. And also, like, like the fact that he thinks that the person fucking calling him is Sharon, who's, like, the girlfriend. Like, you're so dumb. It, dumb, but R.L. Stein did set it up in a way where I'm like, okay, I believe. I believe it. it you at least have some reason. Because she was threatening him after, because um, it's uh, Sal's girlfriend. Yeah. And she was like, you ruined his career. I'm going to ruin you. Yeah. But it's like. So when he's getting threatening calls, I, I do get it. But she does. It's. It's so much crazier. I also do really, really love. So he gets one. There's one point where he gets call back to back between Mandy and then another call immediately after from the scary girl. So I love that she has the phone call where she's like, I'll be thinking of you immediately hits redial and is like, sticks and stones will break your bones. Are you ready to die? I wasn't even thinking about that. And he's like, sure. And she's like, time for the nuts. <laughs> like, okay, am I to-do list? Uh, check. Now time for the threatening one. Oh, boop, boop, my boop, God. Boop, <laughs> sticks in this. I love she's it. Like, and that one's off the checklist. Okay, what else do I have to do? Mm, by evening count. Oh, yeah. And she keeps driving him by the house. Of the girl, Amanda, who died. I thought that was a cool That move, was cool. That she kept sending him there. Yeah, I loved that. Mm-hmm. 
And then she she was doing some psychological warfare on him because then later, so she, she really was because she was like, oh, I live on like forty two Sycamore, and he was like, okay, so he goes there. It's the house of the girl he killed. He doesn't really remember, but he's like, this is weird. He goes to the house. He's like, can I speak to Amanda? She tells him her name is Amanda. And he's like, can I speak to Amanda? And they're like, it's you. She's dead. And he's like, what? And then the next day she calls back and she's like, it's me, Mandy. He's like, oh, that must be why I thought her name was Amanda. And she's like, I live on blah, 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 like beer or something like something that sounds like sycamore and he's like oh i misheard <laughs> so she's like tricking him oh carrie once again <laughs> oh you have oh beguiled my senses <laughs> beefed it again carrie <laughs> <laughs> idiot <laughs> oh girl your fucking dream <laughs> the fucking foxiest Girl, you've ever heard. Oh, and she wants you. She wants your boss. She wants you. She wants you. <laughs> you beefed it. <laughs> Carrie, Care Bear, how could you? <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, really good. Uh, would recommend reading. I, I seriously mm-hmm. want to figure out, like, I'm not joking, Lindsay. We need to figure out a way to, to make this because, like, this, this could really be something special. I... I think that you're right, and we'll reassess when the world makes sense, because now more than ever. Now more than ever. Now more than ever. Mandy slash... Dot, dot, dot. Mandy slash Nancy is thinking of you. Mm-hmm. Nancy is with you. <laughs> now more than ever. Now more than ever. Um, so that's Blind Date. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. It's a good, good one. one. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I love it. If it hadn't been as quippy, I'd... I'd be ranking it higher, but it's very good. Yeah. Um. Next up, we are reading. <gasps> oh my god, we're reading Soulmate Night World Book Six. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Great. Thank God. Great. Thank God. God. Um. And a big thank you to our Patreon listeners. We really, really appreciate you. Yes. And a special shout out to our Patreon producers who give to us at the $15 level. Thank you, Adriana Field. Ashley Fritz. Claire Moore. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Danny. Emily Pooley. Gabriela Santiago. Grace Armstrong. Jordan Colwick. Karen Lewis. Kat Miller. Kelly Burns. Chris Dorina. Landry Desmond. Luke Bartek. Mandalay Walschlager. Mariana Terzakis. Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Molly Marks, Nick Ulanowski, Pamela, Randy Klett, Rogue Kalahua, Sarah, Sar- Sarah Jaggers, Sarah Nichelle, Sasha Gibson, Shannon Pickens, Sydney Bollinger, Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Valdez, and Wendy Bartos. Thank you. Thank you. We, we really appreciate it. you. Especially now that we're having to pay for recording remotely. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Our uh, yeah, things are changing up. It's very interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so we really appreciate that. Um, if yes. you want to support the show in a non-monetary way, tell someone about us. Uh, leave yeah. us a nice review. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks so much. We really appreciate it. Yeah, 
We love you all. We hope that you are staying safe and healthy. Uh, remain indoors. Please. Wear a mask. Please. Wear a mask. Walking around Burbank. Look, I know it's not. In L.A. County, you are required to wear a mask when you go indoors. Yes. In L.A. City, you are also required to wear a mask when you're outside, just walking around. Oh, that's not. You are not required to wear a mask walking around in Burbank, and people are not, and I do not appreciate it. Oh. Just I walked around the other day not care. wearing a mask. Kelly. <laughs> uh, I know. Well, Kelly. here's the thing. I, if, if I'm going indoors, which actually I don't do, I wear a mask. Um, but if I'm like, actually, because L.A. City, you don't have to do that either. It's not required here. I thought I read it was. It was, and then they went back on it. So it's basically oh, really? only if you go somewhere that it's impossible for you to not maintain a safe distance, um, or if you go to an establishment, then well, you have to wear here's one. the thing, is my neighbors are not wearing a mask when they go into our laundry room. Oh, no, no, no. That's not good. Yeah. No, no. That's bad. See, exactly. for me, the last time I went so out- it's like, you're not- exactly going outside but you're going to a shared space and then when i'm walking my dog there's this guy who is like we'll stand apart but our dogs can still visit no, and i'm like sorry you're not wearing a mask also no like i don't i need don't the wear dog them at night when there are fewer people out because i can't wear my mask and my glasses because my glasses either fog up like crazy or for a cloth mask that i had my friend make they just won't stay on yeah my face at all and so I'm just not wearing my glasses when I go out during the day, and I am wearing a mask. And then at night, when there are a lot fewer people out, I'm just wearing my glasses and no mm -hmm. mask. Mm -hmm. But I can't. Our dogs cannot visit. No, sorry, they can't. That's the thing. If you're I, not wearing, like, they can smell each other yeah. if you are wearing a mask in front of me. Oh, for me, but I, I don't know that when our dogs are visiting and smelling each other real quick, I don't know that you're not going to sneeze. Yeah, that's the thing. Like for me, I can't, I don't even, so while I said I will sometimes if I'm just walking and um, I will not have my mask, you know, up on my face, if I mm -hmm. see someone coming that's like, like gonna, well, first of all, if I see someone on the end of the street, mm -hmm. I turn, I go a different way. So I don't even go. Uh, that's fine see, i don't even go up like i don't go up to people and if someone like tries to yell at me across the street i'm like that's too close <laughs> i don't yeah. even so that and then that's the problem is there are people walking around not wearing masks or there are people walking around wearing a mask who who will then move the mask off of their face when they are past you and i'm like you're not supposed to be touching the mask yeah, no, Either. that's the problem. It's like when people wear gloves and then, then they touch what everything. What if you sneeze in the mask and then yeah. you touch your mask and then you touch something? Yeah. It's the same as like you when fools. people wear gloves and they touch their face. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what are no. you doing? Don't, then you're, then you should, not might like as well the not gloves wear. are magic. Yeah. <laughs> the gloves are really, just keeping it off of your hands. I got really mad at two things. One, mm -hmm. Micah and I were going for a walk. And this bicyclist who was not wearing a mask and who we were in a suburb. So it was like very easy for the bicyclist to be literally anywhere else but near us. Mm -hmm. Went like whizzed by without a mask at like one foot away from us. And I was like, why? You could have like you could have gone to the other side of the street. There was literally no one like that. Because people make their own logic. They're like, I'm going so fast. That's bullshit. But now you're fucking crop dusting me bullshit. with your crap. 
Exactly. And then the other thing I got really mad at was my mom texts me today. And she's like, and my mom is uh, older. Um, and she's like, oh, I'm making pate show, which is like this Vietnamese uh, pastry. Um, I had to go to three different stores today to get puff pastry. I was like. What? You don't need that. Exactly. I was like, that's not essential. What are you doing? And then my sister texts me and she goes, because I was like, what is mom doing? I text my sister and she goes, I told you about a month ago, early quarantine time, mom was still going to the gym. She was like, well, it's empty. <sighs> I, I I was like, so I texted my mom. I was like, what are you doing? I was like, I haven't been to the store and I'm lucky that I can do this. Like a lot of people can't. And I, you know, I, I recognize my privilege in that mm-hmm. I have not been to the store since and i can tell you the date (laughs) i have not been to the store since march 13th i haven't been in well i i haven't been anywhere since march 12th except that i had to pick up my prescription from kaiser oh that stinks yeah it did yeah I kept I kept on them before yeah. even we knew we were going into quarantine. I was like, you need to mail my prescription. You need to mail my prescription. They kept not filling it. So annoying. Then I had to go and pick it up. That sucks. You shouldn't have to risk your health to pick something up. Um, yeah. So I I haven't been anywhere outside of my house other than like in the open air away from other people. Mm-hmm. It looks I'm I was looking it up. And um, only Beverly Hills and Glendale require face coverings whenever you leave your house. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're enclosed with people, you have to wear a mask throughout L.A. County. But if you're just on a walk, you don't have to. You don't have to. But you should still be smart about it. Like, you should still, like, you know, I, if I'm not. Just wear it. Yeah. Just wear it. I don't (laughs) sometimes, um, if if I don't have any clean ones, because I use cloth ones. um, Mm -hmm. And. If you do what I do, which and it's very, you know, huge caveat, which is literally if I see someone either side of the street, I'm like, I'm not going to go down that street. Yeah. If you're one of those people leaving a very it just if you're not wearing a mask, do as Kelly does. Leave a very wide berth. Yeah. Um, But absolutely six feet and six feet means six feet, not three feet. And honestly, if you're exercising outside, and here's the thing, I'm a runner. I love running. God, I would give anything to be able to go running again. But the problem with running or bicycling is that when you're breathing hard, your sphere- You are huffing and puffing. Yeah, it goes to like 12 feet and more. So you definitely have to wear a mask. So if you have one of those things, um, runners wear them- That's hard. Uh, when they're uh, running on trails that are kind of dusty and they kind of look like long- turtlenecks that like go up past your nose so you can get one of those if you want something that's like comfortable to wear while running you can get one of those uh but otherwise you either have to wear a mask or exercise indoors if you really need to because it's just not yeah it's just not not good just Um, i don't care what your state is saying i don't care I don't care where you live, wear a mask. Yeah. Don't go outside. Don't go places. Don't gather. Oh, God, don't gather. Don't gather Georgia. Oh. Almost every, Georgia. Oh, Georgia. 
almost every like this, oh, there's still some like am I the assholes that that I read that starts out with like so I was having people over and I'm like you're the asshole I'm sorry I know you're asking about I'm something sorry, else I but, don't like, need the rest of the story but, like I know that you're talking about how like your aunt was rude to you or whatever but like you had you should not have people over I'm sorry no you're already the asshole did you read even the, if you're right in whatever situation you're talking about you had people over Lindsay did you read the am I the asshole about the guy's girlfriend who was burying all the beans <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. What? Oh my god. Okay, really quick then. Okay. okay, I'm gonna read it to you. Okay. So apparently this was posted in two places. This was on today I fucked up. Um I admit I posted a version of this on the relationship subreddit the other day, but they closed it with no explanation. I assume because they think it was fake. I can see how they might think that, but this is a true thing that happened and is happening. And now there's more to it because I actually got broken up with over it. With all that's going on, we had stocked up on supplies, including some canned goods. I ordered a few weeks ago 30 cans of beans, 10 are black beans, 10 are kidney beans, and 10 are pink beans. I also ordered 15 cans of chickpeas. I thought this is a reasonable amount of beans and chickpeas to have every now and then and would last for quite some time. However, earlier this week, I opened the cabinet because I wanted to make a vegetarian chili using two cans of beans, but all the beans were gone. What the hell? I asked my girlfriend, and she told me she buried all the beans in the woods. At first, I thought she was joking, but she explained no, she had buried the beans in the woods. WTF? <laughs> I asked her to explain, and she told me she was afraid that... She said she buried all the beans in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> she told me that she was afraid that, quote, if things get bad, we might have to worry about, quote, looters or whatever, and that the beans would be in danger of being stolen. I said I thought this was completely ridiculous and unlikely. Sounds like a woman with a gun. It does. She became angry at me and said she is, quote, protecting our beans. According to her logic, the beans are safely buried in the woods behind our apartment <laughs> complex. And if we ever need... Protecting <laughs> our beans. If we ever need some beans, she will go to the, quote, stash and dig up a can or two, but would prefer if we save them all for, quote, if things get worse. I said, why only bury the beans? Why not bury our more valuable items? She said the canned food was most valuable for long-term means. And that since we get fresh food in our online grocery deliveries, it would make sense to continue to stockpile beans. She intends to go bury more beans in the wood every week. <laughs> the number of times this post has to say beans. beans. <laughs> this was too insane for me, and I got very upset. I demanded to know where the beans were buried, and she refused to tell me. She said <laughs> I, it, that if I knew, she was afraid that I would dig them up. And I said, damn right I would. <laughs> she said, quote, I will never jeopardize the beans. <laughs> <laughs> the following day, I tried to put my foot down, and I'm not usually a foot downer, but there are rare issues where a compromise is out of the question, and I foolishly decided this was one of those issues. I demanded to know where the beans were buried, and I told her if she was going to bury beans I paid for in the woods, I would move out. We fought about it, and I kept insisting. <laughs> in hindsight, I should have just let it go and created my own hidden stash of beans in the apartment and given her time to maybe cool down about this bean burying scenario. But I blew it all out of proportion. Yeah, it's weird to bury. No, you didn't. <laughs> it's weird to. No, you didn't. She's crazy. <laughs> it's weird to bury beans in the woods. But why did I have to press it? What's the harm in at the, the end woods. of the day? <laughs> in the woods. In an undisclosed location. In the grand scheme of things, but I kept demanding her to take me to the beans, or at least, or at least draw a map or something. And finally, she broke up with me over the beans. I have lost the love of my life because I couldn't let the damn beans go. I'm in disbelief. She moved out. Not only am I heartbroken, but I'm now paying full rent instead of 50%, which is a huge financial issue for me. <laughs> How is she getting an apartment? Oh, my in this? God. Okay. A, this is the funniest 
thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's so life. funny. Because of how many sentences the word beans appears in and the particular phrases that contain the word beans. It's so... Like, beans in the woods. Burying the beans. Bean stash. Protect the Jeopardize the beans. Jeopardize the beans. But B, I don't believe this is a real. No, post. this is. Here's the thing. I don't think it's real. If it is, because if she were truly freaked out, she wouldn't feel comfortable moving to a completely new apartment, and she wouldn't like. How unless, is she? Like, what if he goes out there? All those beans are gone. I absolutely in this. If yeah. this is a real scenario, she's taking those. beans. She took those beans. She took those hundred percent. Those beans are no longer in the woods. No, I hate to say it. Because she's she's not going to jeopardize the beans. She won't jeopardize the beans. I do think A no. plus for 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 all the alliterations too are very funny. Oh my god, like burying it's the fantastic. beans, uh, burying the beans. The, Please send me this post because I want to keep it forever. So funny. There's also what <laughs> was the, the beans. what was the thing uh, in the woods. the entire bean debacle is very funny. It's Great. really really good. Um, okay, so we are going to sign off now. <laughs> yes, fantastic, wonderful. Thank you for introducing me to that. Oh, absolutely. No problem. I'm going to send it to you. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. We appreciate you. Hope that you're safe and healthy. And uh, catch you for Soulmate. Yay. In the meantime, keep it creepy. Yay. All right. Um. Okay. Well, I'm going to see how this thing works out, this new service. Yeah. All right. Seemed good on my end. Yeah. Seemed okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you for sending me that post. No problem. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Have fun. Oh, uh, what's it called is up on Megaphone. Cool. Okay. I will add a sit up. Thank you. All right. Bye. bye thanks. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by dog. Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.